Hello and welcome to livealittlehigher.com This week's Torah portion is called Naso, which means to lift up, to raise up and it's usually re read either the Shabbat before Shavuot or the Shabbat after Shavuot and um, this year actually is read the Shabbat after Shavuot and it's put in this place because on Shavuot it resembles Shavuot, the giving of the Torah by God to us Shavuot is actually the marriage between the Jewish people and Hashem and the Jewish people represent the woman and Hashem represents the man and when the Jewish people go astray it's as if they are unfaithful to Hashem so this um, Torah portion talks about the suspected adulteress, the Isha Sota, the woman that is, uh, is, is suspected of being uh, uh, unfaithful to her husband. So the husband, what does he do? He, he believes that the wife has uh, actually committed adultery and there's no witnesses. And he takes her to the Kohen, <clears throat> to the Kohen Gadol. And the priest, uh, what he does is that she has to uncover her hair and in Jewish religion, um, an Orthodox Jewish woman usually covers her hair and this is a sign of modesty. So for a woman to be uncovered, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a reason to be shamed. And this is what the Kohen does to her. She, she feels ashamed. She also has to take a meal offering of uh, barley, which represents a the barley is the food that they give to the animals it's fodder food and a person when they sin actually the, the Talmud says that a, a person that cannot sin if a spirit of folly has not entered them so to be able to sin you have to have a spirit of folly inside of you and how do you get a spirit of folly? here the Torah is telling us that you, a person when they become arrogant eh, the sages teach us this is when a person is, is able to sin because if a person is humble in his heart he would never be able to sin and the question would be like the, 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 the consequence to the sin is so horrible like it's death, the death penalty a person that goes through adultery and adulterers is a woman that is married and goes with another man uh, if a person has their right mind would never do this she would never put her life in danger. You, you would not do anything that you know would cause your life if you're in a good state of mind. So the Talmud tells us that a person doesn't sin unless that he has been overtaken by a spirit of folly. And this offering of the barley really is, uh, is to bring, become humble. It's to lower your, your, your arrogance. And this is actually the counting of the Omer, which was the giving, the, the, the offering of the barley. And that's what we did this uh, past seven weeks was to bring our egos down and become less arrogant and more humble. So the priest should bring her near and present her before God. The priest should take holy water from the urn in an earthenware vessel. And the priest should take some earth from the tabernacle floor and put it into the water. Then the priest should move the woman from place to place to tire her out and stand the woman up before God at the gate of the Nicanor and he should uncover her hair and he should place the rem remembrance meal offering which is a meal offering of anger into her hands while the afflictive waters which makes, um, the, he makes these waters from the urn and the earth 
and he puts um, a special parchment inside these waters that have the name of God and he crushes it. And from here we learn that Hashem is willing to erase his name uh, to save a marriage. For Hashem is much more important that there's Shalom Bayit, that there's peace in the home than his, his name. And this is something I tell girls when they're in, the, in their homes with their husbands and they want to keep kosher or they want to keep certain mitzvahs and the husbands don't want to. I always tell them, go slowly, don't make it a fight. Because for Hashem it's more important that there's peace in the home, that the couple gets along and they love each other, that they're quarreling for, for holy things that at the end of the day will become unholy because there's, there's strife in the home. So the priest then makes her drink this water and this woman, if she is uh, guilty, she will blow it up and she will explode. And the man, which she was unfaithful, will also die in this horrible way. But if she was not guilty, then she would, uh, nothing would happen to her and she would become very fruitful. And um, she would have no pain giving birth. She only had girls, she would start having boys. Or if she had boys, she would have girls and she would become very fruitful. So she would get all these blessings. Then the Torah portion jumps to the Nazarite. And the Nazarite is a person that is drinking too much wine. And he decides that he wants to stop it. And what he does is he makes a vow to Hashem in which for a certain period of time he won't eat, cut his hair, he will let it loose. And he won't drink anything that has grapes, no vinegar. He won't eat grapes, he won't have um, grape juice or wine. And he cannot be in contact with dead people. So these two portions are one after the other, is to teach us the ways in which we can correct ourselves. Because Hashem is not waiting to finish us up, it's the other way around. He's waiting for us to return to Him. And He gives us the ways to do it. So we learn from here that a woman that goes astray, the husband is waiting for her. He wants to be with her. He's wishing that she's not unfaithful. In the same way, Hashem is with us. So here the Nazarite is a person that suffers from drinking problems. What he has to do is he has to go completely to the other side, like exaggerated to the other side. So what this is teaching us is that when we have certain tendencies that are not correct, that takes us away from God, that they severe our relationship with Hashem, what we have to do is we have to go completely the other way. So for example, if we are very stingy, then we have to make a very big effort to give a lot of tzedakah. And do the other way, the opposite. And in this way, eventually we will be able to come to the middle point. And it says, the sages teach us that where a Shuva stands, that tzaddik cannot stand. What does this mean? That a person that has sinned and has been able to return to his essence, has been able to repent and, 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 and correct himself, stands in a much higher place than a person that has never sinned. And the, this is the name of the parasha, to raise up. Because a person, when he falls and he's able to correct it and change and grow from that, he's never going to be in the same place as he was before. He's going to be in a much higher place. He's going to be raised up. And then this, um, this uh, portion, this uh, pasuk of the Nazarite is uh, followed by the priestly blessing. 
and which the Kohens till today give to the congregation in special moments, which says, So what it's saying is, may God bless you and guard you. May God cause his face to shine to you and favor you. May God raise his face towards you and grant you peace. So when it's saying, may God bless you, what he's telling us is that your possessions should be blessed. Many people have a lot of wealth, but really it's not a blessing, it's a curse. It, it takes over them, it takes over their life, it takes over their, their mental health, it takes over their, 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 their sanity, their peace of mind. So what it's telling us that he blesses our, our wealth, that, that it's, it's a blessing, it's not a curse. And guard you, what it's saying is that it guards us from having people come and steal from us. And may God cause his face to shine to you and favor you. And may God raise his face towards you, which means suppressing his anger and grant you peace. So what this blessing is telling us is that really everything comes from God. If we fall, it's because God made us, he didn't make us fall, but he gave us the opportunity to fall. And if he gives us the opportunity to fall, it's so we know where we're standing in life, that we're not there yet that we have to correct ourselves and we have to perfect our midots, our emotional attributes and learn how to behave in the correct way. He's giving us an opportunity. He does it out of love. And in reality, when we are able to overcome all these uh, stepping stones in our life, then Hashem will give us peace. And this is the blessing. So I wish you a happy week, a blessed week. May you receive the Torah with shalom, with joy, with a pure heart, and that Hashem gives you the, the, the strength to be able to follow Him, that you want to follow Him, that you want to keep His Torah, that you want to keep His mitzvahs. You should pray for that, because that's what is free will after all, is to want to be close to Hashem. And if we don't want it, then we're not going to be there. We have to want it. But if we do, then Hashem gives us everything that we need to be able to come close to Him. So you have, should have a Hag Sameah and a Shabbat Shalom and a beautiful week and live a little higher. Thank you.